Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a very, very impromptu edition of Achtung Millwall. Joining me at the moment is Michael Avery. Welcome to the show, Michael. Good evening, Nick. Last time I moved this quick was the morning after having a curry. Um, so, um, <laughs> see, this is very impromptu, listeners. We literally got the, phone, uh, the message about two minutes ago saying, quick, all in the studio, let's go. So, yeah. Glad I can we help. may we may be joined by others. We'll see. But at the moment, I've got Michael. Um, Michael, I might play some fu- suitably funereal music for the departure, which was the inspiration of this show, listeners. The final departure, the last days of the Icelandic superstar, Mr. John Daddy Budvarsson, who has signed a deal this afternoon to play for Bolton Wanderers. Um, <laughs> I thought this deserved a show. Um, I think one of the, uh, probably a very nice bloke. I, I, I don't think I've ever had any reason to think that he's not a nice bloke, but one of the most in, inept um, signings, I think, in, in recent years. Is that being harsh or is that a fair judgment in your your humble opinion? No, I, th- I think you're right because normally with strikers, if they, or, or not strikers, any player, you know, if they, they leave, <coughs> they leave or they go under a bit of a cloud. Um, we certainly know about it. <laughs> he's never got um, from under. <laughs> he's never left the cloud. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. But he, um, but no, he, like he, 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 to a point, he turns up every week, doesn't he? Or, or when he's, 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 he's well, there on the we bench. don't know. Oh yeah. Or it, could, or it could be a mannequin with a hairband on, just, just sat there normally. But, um, but yeah, he, he, I mean, he, he doesn't, he doesn't say anything in the media about him wanting to leave or wanting to go or he feels held back by the club. So. Yeah, fair play to him. It's, it's, it's just, it's just not, it's just not worked for him. There's, there's no two ways about it. It's, it's very similar. I know we said it earlier on between us. It's very similar to the Skalak um, move, where he he come on with a pretty decent uh, reputation from fans of the from his previous club, and it just for whatever reason hasn't clicked, and he's gone on somewhere else. So fair play. Absolutely. Well, goodbye to John Daddy Bedvarsen, but hello to Aaron Paul and to Ryan Loftus, who I think is actively frying his sausages. That's not a metaphor either, Ryan, is it? No, it is. Um, you join me in the midst of a uh, cook-along with Ryan. We've got Thai, <laughs> Thai red curry tonight for dinner. So, uh, Thai red curry. Unfortunately, John Daddy Vodvarsson never quite had this sizzling form during his time with the Lions. <laughs> Nicely done. And also a big welcome to Mr. Aaron Paul. How are you, Aaron? 
Hello, mate. Yeah, just sad that he's uh, he's departed. You know. Uh, well, but... sad day for us all, mate, isn't it? You know, sad... a happy day for the middle wage bill. I think, though. Well, I saw a great tweet actually from the Jersey Supporters Club saying that Bolton have finally found the, the replacement for Nat Lofthouse. <laughs> very good, very good. But um, so they, they've had a they've had a good run of Icelandic players that, that in their history, haven't they? Bolton. I mean, like he goes there and he has to follow in the footsteps of people like Goodney Bergson. I had a good job. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, yeah. They, they've had some some really good Icelandic players there. So quite the challenge of the bodies taking the number nine shirt up at the generic <laughs> sportswear stadium. Um. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fascinating to see how he gets on. I like on the website it said John Daddy Bavartson nearly was a Bolton supporter growing nearly up. Was. It's kind of on the way from London towards Iceland, so I suppose it's like a slight left hand turn on on route. Um, but I've, I've got this kind of dread feeling, um, Michael, and I want to hear what Ryan thinks as he as he fries his Thai, um, you know, array of Thai ingredients. Um, is he going to come back and bite us on the bum? Is he going to turn into a goal-scoring machine? It's not called the Reebok Stadium anymore, but will he? Will he? Will he? Will he come to life in in Bolton? I wonder. I don't. It's on the cards. So <laughs> I don't. John, John Daddy is one of those. Um, he's, he comes across as one of those newfangled non-scoring goals, uh, non-scoring strikers. You know the Shane Long of this world, <laughs> ones who are very much appreciated for their work rate. And uh, maybe off the field attitude, but maybe not with John Daddy. But um, I highly <laughs> doubt that that we might rue the day. I think we'll probably rue the day that we signed him more than the day we let him go. Um, yeah, to, to put it lightly. Just looking at his numbers here, boys. I mean, thirty starts, forty-six substitute appearances. That's always a warning red light for me, boys. Um, a lot of su- more substitute appearances than there ever are start points. Uh, and seven goals in that in that time, um, which included uh, one decent goal, which I, I found, which was from 2020, so two years ago now, uh, an 82nd minute. Um, it wasn't the winner because we were already leading by Matt Smith, who we'll come on to, against Reading, and it was it was actually quite a nice finish. But the some of the howlers uh, that for John, John Daddy did for him, Michael, didn't they? I mean, I can remember one how I can't remember who it was against, but he put it wide when the goal he only had the goalkeeper to beat and you just can't keep um wasting chances like that Mill. no no and we i think i believe i said it in our group earlier on it was the that 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 shepherd wednesday that shepherd wednesday chance he's just um that he just smashed over the bar that might be the one i'm thinking of yeah yeah that that was that was just the one that i can that keeps just resonating in my mind um of how poor how poor a miss that was but I don't think he's going to come back to bite us at all, really. Um, I think the only other people who are as delighted as the fan base but won't put it out is the um, social media teams like Max and Mark who don't have to find the like the letters with these weird apostrophes when <laughs> the they read these. The runic script, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, he's, 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 he, he, he just, like I said before, before the guys joined the chat, but he just, it just didn't work for him. And you can't, you can't knock anyone that it doesn't work for because from my opinion he, he always seems to sort of put in a shift and sort of run about and, and one of the things that a lot of the fan base said was that he he's a trier but you know god <laughs> loves a trier he just weren't much of a doer was he that child uh, in the background michael sounds gutted 
we've just we've 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 just told him that John Daddy's left and now he's just run around screaming blessing. He he took a while to to get in the sides at Millwall when he I felt like you know especially when Rowett took over he was off the bench quite a bit in and out the side. Last season it seemed that he was very much first choice over Bradshaw. I don't know what everyone else thinks, but it seemed like last season Bradshaw was really struggling to get a game. And Bod Varson was very much starting a lot more without, you know, just having anything back. And then fast forward, you know, six months, a year, Bradshaw's got the new contract. Okay, he's got the injury now, showing form. And and, and John Daly's had his contract cancelled. I mean... There's well, nothing interesting about it, Ryan. He scored his last <laughs> goal 18 months ago. Yeah, but I mean, he was still playing and playing, playing a lot more than, than Tom Bradshaw was. And, you know, Bradshaw has at least delivered... To some extent, well, that, that know, was it's... always that was always one of the criticisms, wasn't it? Like last season with Gary Rowett, a lot of the time was he always seemed to bring on when we were struggling. He'd always bring on Bud Barson for that last what, like twenty minutes, wouldn't it? And like you say, he never really gave Bradshaw the chance. So yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying there, right? I, I wonder whether that screaming child at your house there, Michael, just found out that he's cost us seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds when he signed uh, from from Reading. There was like a wail of despair at Mill's transfer policy. Um, well, unfortunately, along, well, um, unfortunately, that little baby for Christmas got Bod Varson on the back of his shirt. So um, <laughs> that's a co- that's what a costly was choice. A bloody choice. shirt for a baby. Could you imagine having Bod Varson on it? You need two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think the, the John Daddy Bud Varson shirts will pass into cult kind of status at the den. I don't know if anyone's actually got one out there. There must be someone must have bought one. Let's let's. I'll tell you what, Nick. I'll buy one. Let's raffle one off. Raffle it off. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what? I think the way I think the way he played this season, I don't think Bud Varson's got a Millwall shirt with Bud Varson on the back. Maybe he's made <laughs> one 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 appearance on a bench this season, yeah. and, and that's it. It's, I mean, get look. You can't deny Gary Rout's given him a fair crack of the whip. He's just not up to it. He gave him. A, he yeah. gave him. I mean, it's, it, I think it's a similar point to, to Ryan's made, and uh, I'm just thanking Lord if there is a Lord above that Harry's not on this call because he would be going on right now about Gary Rowett, Rowlett, and his his lack of acumen. Um, because as as Ryan said, I mean, that's a lot of starts he got over a player that's really come good this season. Very unlucky to get injured, um, Tom Bradshaw, um, and persevering with 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 a player that, that was quite clearly. Well, is is it polite to say out of form, or is that being too gentle on him? I don't know. Did he ever have any form to get in? I don't know. Um, so it does make you question why um, you know we persevered with him for so long. Um, but there we are. So anyway, it's a long trip up the M1 for the uh, the Selfos Supersonic John Daddy Budvarsson. Um, Thirty starts, forty six off the substitute bench, and seven goals. Seven goals. That's not much from what seventy six appearances, I suppose, for, a, for an international striker. Aaron, he played for Iceland in the in, a, in the World Cup, I believe, didn't he? Was it your European Championships? We part of the team of be England. Mm. Euros. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. Um, on less less humorous, um, and, and a player with much much more respect at the den. Um, I was kind of sad, but I think I was expecting everyone was probably expecting the departure of Matt Smith, who headed north also to to Salford City today. Signed a deal up there. Um, I think that's um, he always had his limitations. I mean, Ryan, you were never a great fan of Matt Smith footballer, were you? I mean, I I, I liked him, but I'm from the 1970s and I like a big centre forward 
that um, muscles in at the far post. But you're, 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 you and your Thai cookery, mate, you're more into the kind of exotic kind of bohemian strikers, the false tens and all that malarkey. Yeah, I, I eat like I like my football, just, uh, you know, exotic and uh, exciting. <laughs> You know, no sausage and mash and pie and mash and meat. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's all the new way of being. No, I think, I think Smith, I would have very much liked him earlier on when Harris was kind of initially trying to bring him in. Um, he was obviously a very effective target man and Mill played very well with that. And I was more, I think, frustrated as when he started to get a run of starts under Rowett. As, you know, he was a good plan B, but mm. when you started him, it was a very, very different story. Like the side just, he takes a lot out of the side. Um Purely, you know, he just can't lead a press. He can't do the things that you kind of need to be doing if you're going to be a good counter-attacking side, which we are. If you're if you're sitting deep, Matt Smith, you know, he, he probably takes 10 or 15 minutes to get from box to box. So you're not going to have a load of chances. <laughs> but no, he's, it, it's interesting. They both go, you know, within a few days of each other. It's the, the Taylor two strikers, really. Matt Smith, he leaves this, you know, Danny Dicchio style cult hero. You know, a couple of important goals that people will yeah, remember. Yeah. You know, yeah. seems like a very nice man, very liked within the squad. And then uh, Bodvarsson kind of out the back door. Yeah. Um, I mean, Aaron, I mean, Matt, Matt Smith, 20 goals. I mean, that's a decent return from a player that made 63 substitute appearances, 39 starts, 63 as a substitute. That's that's, um, that's quite remarkable. But the 20-goal haul over his three seasons with us speaks volumes. I always liked him. You always get a sense with Matt Smith, even if, if it is only a 20-minute late cameo, that there's a goal possible with him in the in, in, I, the, in I, the I just used to love it how he used to run on so like enthusiastically <laughs> and then he'd just go and hold like the bottom of his back like a woman about queuing for like an antenatal glass <laughs> <laughs> just, like, he'd always hold the bottom of his back it's just, like, just funny but yeah useful he'll go and smash up league too wouldn't he he really will I think he will. I think he'll get goals there. Um, I think it's good business by Salford, Michael. Do you like you know? Do you like that business from Salford's point of view? If you were a Salford fan, I think it's excellent business. I really do. I, th- I think if you've got a player of that calibre, not so long ago, was being looked at by Wigan, and I know that I know that Wigan aren't exactly the force they were a few years ago, but you know they're a well-respected League One side who, who you know pop up to the Championship occasionally at the moment. If they're looking at him and he's managing to go to Salford. Um, a division below, yeah, he's he's certainly going to be. And I think what we need to remember with Matt Smith, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan. I I've, I think we signed him probably five, six years too late. I believe didn't even Holloway come in for him at one point, didn't he? Yeah, Put in a bid yeah. for him, and he ended. That might be when he ended up going to Fulham or something like that, wasn't it? But um, but I think with Matt Smith, a lot of the lot of people need to remember over the last couple of years when when our strikers. Well, I know we've said about Budvarsson and Bradshaw earlier, but when they weren't scoring. For all his critics, it was Matt Smith who was finding the back of the net. And he was always quite confident when he played. I remember a game against Reading when he came on. Um, he was under a bit of scrutiny for a few games. He'd come on, chest puffed out, and I believe he scored, didn't he, in, yeah. in the game. I think it was Reading away at the Majeski. So he, he's a very confident player. He's, he's clearly, clearly a good person to have around the dressing room. And he's well-respected amongst the club. And, yeah, it's just... It's just uh, it's 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 a shame for Millwall fans that we didn't see him earlier, um, a, few, a few years earlier. I've got to say, because I think he really could have made an impact if we signed him. Being um, an intelligent bloke, isn't he? Obviously, I think he's gone up Salford, yeah, doing a degree in Manchester as well. So it'd be interesting to see post post career how where he ends up in in the game. You know, if it's boardroom or if he wants to be, you know, kind of Edwin Van der Sar style, becoming a CEO and, and running a club. It'd be interesting to see, and I'm sure, you know, if if, if paths crossed in future. 
he seems like the sort of head you might want in um in a boardroom. But it's, he's trodden the the Tom Elliott path from Millwall uh, <laughs> Target Man to Salford. Let's hope he, he has a better impact down there. But he might nick. He might be the the last of a, a dying breed. He might be. Yeah. You know, rumors today. Rumors today that the Target Man will be no more. Matt Smith might be. The last of his kind ever seen at Millwall, at least under Gary Rowan. That was Jordan Hugill. Well, that was that's that's another rumor. Jordan Hugill. I was just reading that before we came on this very very impromptu show, listeners. So apologies if it's all a bit disjointed. Um, I mean, I I, I always liked the Cutty Sark in in Greenwich. They had a, used to have a, um, a a slogan that said, "We we shall not see their like again." The old sail ships, <laughs> the beautiful sail, and that's what I'm going to say about Matt Smith. We may not see his like He's again. He's bad as also... to cut his sock. <laughs> and, 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 and he moves like some more to and, cut his sock. And he's burned out as well. <laughs> yeah, he's burned out as well like the guy's sock. <laughs> We should not see his like again. I wish him well. I don't know what, what style of football does the Salford play, Aaron. You're, you're more our Mancunian expert these days. I mean, that's all right. Direct, well, that should suit him down to the there ground, then, shouldn't it? Um, They've got so, Tom yeah. Elliott up there. Uh, James Wilson and uh, and now Matt Smith, so like quite the strike force, but they sent somewhere like tenth in League Two. So uh, yeah, yeah. Gary Rowett has got to do a job because I mean they're spending money. Matt Smith's not going to have come cheap for League Two, but they're spending money. I think it's an ideal move for Matt. He can do his uni course up there, Ryan. He can get that business MBA that he's, he was talking about on the um, Wall Talk podcast and he can play a bit of football almost like uh it's like back being back to university football days for him i would think i think he started off he started off playing at university <laughs> didn't he he was playing at his university team before he got signed for non-league that's so right he, uh, it's a bit full circle for him i think you mentioned that on his on his kind of salford unveiling that he feels it's a bit cyclical cyclical his um yeah his career so, a, so all the best to him he'll, he'll be fondly remembered by mobile fans Absolutely, and we'll always have we'll always have that late winner against Charlton and the hat trick, of course, up there at Forest. And the, the, oh, the mate, the hat trick of Forest. Let, let, let's last be fair, that's what you'll be remembered for the hat trick of Forest. Is, is yeah, very much so. The yeah. thing is, the thing is, as well, though, guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm sort of aiming this more at Nick in the sense that Ryan, you're obviously a bit younger than us, but I think with some of these players who are going out and the clubs they're going to, it's quite. It's quite reminiscent of the time. Do you remember when we had the big clear out under Holloway, Nick, where basically, allegedly, the ball sort of said, we'll either back you or back the club. And he mm. cleared everyone out. And you was getting the likes of Jermaine Easter, who worked hard. But didn't he go to somewhere like Bristol Rovers when they was in League Two in the Championship? And yeah, other players was... were going out to League One and League Two. So, it actually, and this is what you were saying before, Aaron, about uh, the squad depth. It's making you think that if you're having to drive literally... John Daddy but vast around the country to find somewhere for him to go and it's League One. You know, Matt Smith, I know for personal reasons, but he's settling at League Two level. It does make you think with what sort of players we've been playing with for the last 18 months, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, th I think, I mean, I'm just looking at Jed Wallace as a story on London News Online. Jed Wallace is touch and go, it says, to be ready to play at Blackpool. We, we'll see. Um, but I mean, Jed... Um, I'm just trying to think to the last player that moved upwards in a sense. I mean, um, Savile... Went to Middlesbrough, didn't he, a few years ago for eight million, but they were also in in the championship at the time. So that wasn't really an upward move in in that sense. I mean, Jed will see where he goes, whether that is indeed upwards. Um, he's probably about as close as we've had in a long while for a player that's gone away from us to a higher level. I mean, other than that, you're going back to I suppose the Zach Whitbread era and, and the Steve Morrison when they, they moved away from the den. Otherwise, it's 
your point, Michael, that, you know, as players have left us, they're going down to League Two level or, league, you know, or, or, or that kind of... Um, that, that kind of position. So it does, it does make you wonder how we've survived so long on, on um, you know, stale, stale bread um, compared well, to what it, some... It, some... It, it comes back to, you know, recruitment and, and the sort of players we sign. Obviously, if you're signing older players like Matt Smith, he's not going to, you know, move upwards afterwards. I mean, the question no. you're really asking is who is the decision maker at the club that is going to be sustainable past Raul? That's a very good question, uh, Ryan. Very good question. They're going to run out of people to do wall talk soon. <laughs> That's right. They'd be running out of squad members the way it's going. Um, we have one fit striker, which is uh, Ben like, Fobo. How surely, I mean, look, I, I spoke to Scott Parker earlier today and I was like, look, you know, it's just things are like really slow in the window and he goes, mate, there'll be a, there'll be a, a late rat, a late rush, <clears throat> mad rush towards the end of it. Yeah. But realistically, who do Millwall go and get? Like, who? What kind of money is available? Mm. Who is there out there? Is there anyone on the radar? There's no hints, no nothing. No. I mean, so for, we need John Kelly to surface. We do. I mean, I'm, I'm reading, um, looking at London News Online, there's talk of Bart Ramsalar of FC Utrecht. I don't know him at all, to be honest with you, chaps. I mean, um, I, don't, so I don't know if that's a good move or a bad move. Um, another one here, Wolves defender, possible Dion Sanderson. Um, defenders, we don't Ramsalar need. Ramsalar used to play for PSV. Mm. Did he? I yeah. don't know. Was good at Sunderland last year as well. I thought he was at Coventry this now, but I, yeah, we don't really need defenders, do we? We definitely. I mean, there's been rumours of bids, like you know, bids for Sibley, which seem the, yeah. apparently the Sibley, amount we're going yeah. in for does seem a bit laughable. But that, it's an odd one. The club, the club, obviously, yeah, one fit striker isn't good. Um, you know, you're one injury away then from from being forced to play a strikerless false nine system. Saying, you know, questions of should Alafe come back? You know, things like that. He's, he's well, doing yeah. If the squad's thin, you know, is it is it time we we start looking from within? Is Zach Lovelace going to be the next big thing, and we start playing him from the age of fifteen regularly? I mean, it doesn't look viable. Wait, <laughs> why why haven't they recalled a Lafay? Well, I don't get. I was just going to put that question to you, Aaron, because I would. Have, oh, I mean, he, he's scoring. He seems to be playing well. Um, we have only Benikafobe fit on Saturday. I don't even know why he's not here already. Really, I don't understand some. Um, if they, unless the club don't think he's good enough, but unless you play him in the championship and give him a couple of chances, you're not going to know that. So I don't get that. I, I, I can't answer that one. Um, I, I just, I, I can't. With, think uh, with, of with, one. with him though, he's. No, I was just going to say on, on on that point though, he's he's not getting the game time he got when he was in the conference last year though, is he? Could that be one of the reasons? I mean, I know he's scoring, but it, I think I saw somewhere it was like Alofa who's only made some like seven starts this season or something. Yeah, but he's had an injury. He come in that he got there injured. True, I, would, I mean, if he's, if he's not good enough or if he's not rated as being good enough, then that, that's fine. Um, you know, in truth, none of us have haven't been to Sutton. I haven't seen much of Sutton, so no one really knows. But you'd have thought if Mill don't have all of their assets available right now when we have an injury crisis, we've just lost two quality strikers in Tom Bradshaw and Shay Ojo, then I don't get why um, you know, uh, Isaac Alofi's not on the on the train from Sutton back to back to London Bridge immediately. You know, I, I don't don't understand that. So did you call Shay Ojo top quality? Well, all right, by 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 Zamper Road standards. You know, he's he's, he's been improving, hasn't he? I, you know, he's he's a he's a decent player. 
Um, I, I don't think he's um, not the you know the greatest thing since um, you know he's not going to trouble Mo Mohamed Salah and uh, the others at Liverpool, but he's certainly a decent player by our standards. And he's injured. I think we should get out to Afcon and start scouting. Oh, we? I, I don't know. Or do we watch? Uh, maybe I don't know what what we do on that front. I, I don't know how. Wall, Wingrove Jackson, get in touch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and good luck to the Comoros Islands, incidentally, while we're on the subject of Afcon, we just made the quarterfinals and facing the home nation of Cameroon, which um, is going to be a, a tough gig. But good luck to our own dear Jimmy Abdu, captaining uh, the Comoros Islands at the age of 37, chaps. That's quite an achievement for them. Not that I know much more about the Comoros than, than the fact that Jimmy plays for them, but, you know, still wish them well in the competition. Here's one for you. <laughs> Would, and, and a lot of people are saying it and there's and a lot of people are going on about it. What's that? What about um Jermaine 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 Defoe? What do you reckon? I mean Jermaine Defoe is um is is um you know he's certainly he's, he's, he's quite old now. He's, I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. And if I was Salford City, I might think that'd be a great sign. But we should be aiming a bit more um, you know, a little more bit bit down the, the, the tree of youth. And talking of the well, tree I'm, of youth, yeah. talking about the tree of youth, we're joined now with, with, with Harry Warren, who missed Hello. the city, like John Daddy style. You missed the sitter. You sent him as a picture of yourself. Put it wide, yeah, it was, mate. Yeah, it was, Your credibility it was, is shot for criticism of strikers from here onwards after that. Yeah, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I mean, to get, knocked out, to get knocked out of a cup quarterfinal by missing that is, um, is, is rather damning. Um, but it means I'm of the right idea to criticise John Daddy for faster, I suppose. Um, just call me John Daddy Bob Warren. Um, you, uh, you, you've come to the conversation late, H. So give us your thoughts yeah. on the departure of John Daddy Bob Varson. What do you, uh, what, 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 you, what you're thinking? Um, yeah, happy days, or are you, uh, you know, um, sad to see him go? Happy days, or hmm, I don't know. Like, I'm, obviously, it's good that he's gone. Um, I think it's a it's a weird situation that. He's been so disillusioned with the club. It's a bit like a few others, obviously, which is coming back to back to bite us in the arse a little bit. The way that Rowett manages his squad, um, uh, you know, uh, John Daddy isn't good enough, and I'll, I'll make that very clear. There's other players that haven't been good enough, but when you have COVID outbreaks in the squad, you need to use your squad and um, playing 15 year olds, uh, Zach Lovelace and Boateng and, and others. Is, is being led to by your mismanagement of players. I don't think the man management particularly has been great. Um, but all being said, John Daddy Bovarsson isn't good enough. And John Daddy Bovarsson, as you know, I, I don't think Matt Smith should have left on a free, but John Daddy Bovarsson, I have no problem leaving on a free because you're never going to get money for John Daddy Bovarsson. Yeah, I mean I, I, I mean, I think that's probably in a nutshell similar to the sentiments that we've, we've expressed already. And, um, you know, he just didn't prove good enough. One thing that did um, catch my ear earlier on before you joined us, Harry, was, um, and it might be a, a subject dear to your heart, but you, you, you do have to question why Gary Rarick played him so often last year over, over Tom Bradshaw, um, who's proven to have come good. And, you know, you can... It was quite obvious to any any impartial observer at the den that you know every time that John Daddy was playing, I know he became a bit of a figure of fun, but it, we just weren't seeing the um, the the finishing um, skill that was you know that it was missing a lot of goals, wasn't he? So you just wonder why he was given such a long 
leash of rope before he was finally yanked out of the squad. It's. Uh, I mean, it's very interesting. I've started to watch the. Um, uh, I don't know I'm late to the party, but I've started to watch the Spurs All or Nothing um, documentary series, right. and it's quite interesting to see how well certain people come across and how bad people are behind the scenes. So they can be totally different on a match day. So Deddy Alley at the start of Mourinho's tenure at Spurs is like watching him at training. He looks unfit, uninterested, and then goes... A, and, difficult, a difficult boy, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then goes on and puts on, like, three man in a match appearances, like, at the start of his reign. And you're like, okay, like, Mourinho clearly is taken aback by this. Um mm. So I wonder if John Daddy Bovarsson's one of these football players that's a brilliant trainer, but a, ter- a terrible when it counts, you know. He, he, there must be something there, otherwise you're not a professional. I know it's very easy to go, it's a typical Millwall shit signing, Millwall strikers, joining a pantheon of Millwall strikers that we've spent money on and they've turned out to be dog shit. Um, Paul Goddard, the list goes on. I mean, Paul Goddard yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is, is the pinnacle obviously, as a replacement for Teddy Sheridan, you sign that. Um, so, I, I don't know. It's 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 worrying because it's Millwall and we don't have we don't have the funds and the resources to sign players and get it wrong. However, by the very nature of the beast, every transfer is a risk. Um, I agree. Um, Matt Smith, H, we've, we've paid him good tribute. I think, um, I think maybe the times have moved on for him both in terms of uh, old father time for himself physically, but also maybe there's a name for a different kind of striker, a different kind of attacking style that doesn't suit him. Um, do, do you agree with that? Or is that being I, I still, a rosy tint, you know? I, I, I think he's still got... I, I think he'll go to Salford and get 20 goals. You know, like, it, it's just... That's what he'll do. Um, but do I think there's still a chance for a player like him in the Championship? I do. Do I think that you'd... to to get him into the side, you have to play a completely different way than what Gary Rowett's willing to do. Um, he suited Harris 4-4-2 rock and roll football rather than sort of free-form jazz that is what we seem to try and play. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I yeah, you're know. right. You're right. You're right. His, his card was marked as soon as Rowett come through the door. He barely featured. You're, you're right, Abe. He, 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 you know, you can take away... I mean, he did miss that. I, I wonder... And this is, you know, sliding doors moment. If he scores against Palace, does he stay? Because that would be, because that would be mad. Like, imagine, imagine two weeks ago, he gets the equaliser, and we go on and win that game, all right? And Matt Smith scored the goal. Does he get rid? Do you kill Matt Smith off? I can't believe they let him go in general, mate. With with the situation you find yourselves in, I thought they'd wait for another week or at least a week and say, right, let's see where we are compared. You know, sort of on the run up to the end of the month. Yeah. Otherwise, well, it's just so, a very bad piece of business. I want to make that very clear. I agree with you, Aaron. That it's a terrible bit of business. All we're seeing in this transfer window by Millwall is a club that lacks direction. It's got no clear understanding of what it needs to progress. The Sibley saga, Sibley, is ridiculous. The actual funds involved in that transfer are ridiculous. I mean, we yeah, were guessing- I was going to ask you about Sibby, Harry, because that you're, you're, you're um, articulating a view that's kind of doing the rounds a little bit on not, I don't mean that in a sense, you're just summing up of what a lot of people are saying. But I, you know, Derby being in the financial um, state that it's in, I don't think there's, 
you could you could criticize the club for over over offering you know because they 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 we haven't buy the Shorten and Curleys um because they need to sell players or uh, is it that um Steve Cavanaugh is is offering a, a sharp price because we we think we can get a, a decent player for less than he's worth um you can't I don't you know it might, we, that deal is not over and done with yet there still is what's today the, the 19th today the 20th today um so we've still got some 10 days of the, of the window to go. So you can't, I don't think you can knock the club for trying to um, exploit a situation, maybe take it to the wire before a, a they're, final they're trying to do what Palace did how many years ago to Millwall. Yeah? yeah. And they took all those players. At the end of the day, Derby have come out and said today that they won't have enough money to finish the season. Millwall are saying, well, look, we're, we're one of the... The hyenas at the door, the vultures from yeah. above. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally get that. But be, be the vult. Don't. We don't need to be the vulture in this situation. You need to be the lion because he's worth the money that he's worth. You know. Let's be. Let's. Let's actually, for once in our fucking entire history, do something that involves sort of forethought and planning. The the reason that Wigan could offer thirty grand for uh, Shinny was that he's on big money. Therefore, he is a cost. You've got to take. The wages are what would kill Derby. It's not that it's not the fee. Now, presumably, Bob Varson and Matt Smith are probably on collectively with their wages, probably about 20 grand a week, maybe more. So what's that between now and the end of the season? Probably the exact amount of money that Millwall offered for Sibley. So Millwall probably offered what they're saving in wages in terms of getting rid of as a rough um, trade-off, yeah, probably about yeah, 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 right. Yeah. That's probably about right. So we've actually not offered any transfer funds shall we say all we've offered is what we've saved in wages and whatever we pay sibling in wages if we got him it's just a you know again no clear planning we've let fucking smith go but we haven't called isaac alofe is in yeah in league two scoring goals for fun in a team that is playing well right am i saying he's he's ready for championship football he probably isn't why are we hamstringing ourselves to go, right, Bradshaw's out for 12 weeks and we let him go? We haven't called him back. If you've made this decision, no, you no. call him back. Right? Don't that, that, that. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I agree. There is no clear fault. There's no clear fault to any no, of this. But Harry, what you're saying is is what we've been harking on about for, I mean, the, the what, how many years I've been, how many years I've been doing this? Shit, I've been doing this for four years, four years years I've been on this pod, and every year it's like, holy shit, we come to a window again. Millwall ain't got a clue what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) And like every everyone knows it. We all know it, but no one says anything. Very simply, we're all sat here, you know, going on about Louis Sibley. He hasn't scored a goal in the league this season. He scored one in the league last season. Is you know like. This is a player who scored a hat-trick at Millwall two seasons ago, and everyone's like, oh, shit, wow, we should go mm. and get him. Mate, he's not an established goal scorer. I don't understand where people think this is magically going to turn up and go, yeah, he's he's going to set the world alight. He's going to be another kid who comes there, gets burnt out to fuck, and, and ends up either going one way or another, going somewhere for big money or on the scrap heap. Is he a good player? Yes. Is he a game-changer? Right now, probably not. I'm surprised they're not looking at Tom flipping Lawrence and going, right, you know what? You're the big earner out of there. We'll take you on a free. Let's, they let's probably can't afford his wages. Mate. They can't probably afford these wages. That, that's the difference. The reason that I'm saying about Sibley is the fact that it's a 10. 
Yeah, I we know. Haven't, but, uh, we haven't you, got. We haven't got. He one. needs time. You, you, he needs time to go and, and bed in into that role. I, I'm honestly, it, it's just, it's a bit baffling. I'm surprised we have five Lee Tomlin. Seriously, yeah, true. I'm but no one's gone well, for Lee Tomlin. You can't, you can't get him sick, can you? That's the, that's the mate. But when, you know what? Even then, he played. He's got a good feet for a big man, isn't he? Yeah, but mm. mate, that the, the the days of Millwall signing big feet for a big uh, good feet for a big man are done under this manager. This manager will only will only sign players from Stoke, Birmingham, and Derby. So those are our three <laughs> abilities for us to do. So Used to be fucked, fucked, fucked. fucked. <laughs> yes. So 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 lead. So like. What is saga? It, you know what's going to happen, right? And I'm putting this out there. We are going to fucking lose that to Sibley on the last day of the window and sell Wallace for about four quid, right? I'm so, so glad like, you joined the conversation, so Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 because you have to... The difference is there's being pessimistic and there's knowing your football club. And I know our football club to be fucking inept. So, <laughs> therefore... You, no, you, no, you say... Is, Harry, Harry, you, you, you say the club's inept, right? It is, yeah. And I, I agree at the moment there's very little transfer activity at the den. But like as you were saying there with Scott Parker, Aaron, and as we always know with Windows, all it is is that one knee-jerk transfer that starts the whole thing off like a set of dominoes going down. And that normally happens at the end of a window. So I'm not too worried yet, although I said that last window. But at least these players that have now gone, right? So you're looking at John Daddy, um, Matt Smith, and you could argue maybe Thompson's obviously on his way out. You know, there's no confirmation or evidence that he's going, but he's, he's clearly not favoured by rap. These are players that even when we're on our absolute dire straits, they don't play. We haven't seen John Daddy all season. We've yep. seen 10 minutes of Matt Smith in 10 minutes in what, the last how many games against Palace? Yep. We've seen Thompson play 45 minutes. And I think the last time he got him was what, August, September. So you say it's inept, which, yes, buying-wise it is. But selling-wise, or getting rid of-wise, we've actually done quite well, I think, in these last few days. Sorry, we've, we've, it, it links back to what I'm saying, though, is that this is fine getting rid of people, but we've struggled because we've not had a squad, right? So these are, these are players that are so far out in the wilderness that you're willing to name six people on the bench rather than name seven. Because, obviously, Bob Varson wasn't involved when he went off to play for Iceland. We played Lovelace in front of him, right? So how much must the relationship be damaged behind the scenes? You know, when we turn around and say, oh, the, the people want to be at the club, do, do they look interested? You know, I, I, I personally, if Thompson don't fucking turn a leg, right, uh, for Gary Rowett, that says more about Gary Rowett and his hatred of Gary Rowett and their dislike of each other than it does about Ben Thompson. Well, Ben's interesting comments. What are these comments, Nick? What are these comments? Well, I just, I'm just going to reinforce Harry's point um, that uh, when Matt Smith signed for Salford City, he said that he felt wanted and valued there. And I thought that, I mean, Smith is an intelligent bloke and I think he chooses his words quite carefully. I, I, I'll tell you something. Listen to my, I, I'm sorry for plugging it, Nick. No, no you plug it, man. From Five Lives Football Daily, it's being released tomorrow lunchtime, Friday lunchtime, or whenever this okay. pod is done. At, Friday lunchtime has been released. We had Richie Wellens, the former Salford City manager, on. Yeah, yep, he said yep. that when he signed his contract, he had to sign his contract, a contract for Sky TV as well, to say that a cameraman can follow him wherever he wants. Yeah, 
right. wherever you want to go. He goes, the cameraman can follow you. And because they're a media know. production at Salford City. Of course, yeah. Of course. yeah. So for Matt Smith to say he feels welcomed, mate, trust me, when you've got someone following you, when you go into the car, <laughs> then, then call us. Call us back yeah. and say you miss flipping Calmont Road. <laughs> Calmont Rose, yeah, yeah. Mr. I mean... I mean, to, uh, the, the other one I just want to mention, um, Tom Bradshaw, obviously he, he's um, felt his knee go um, last Saturday. And that's, you know, I, I've got a feel for the boy because he's just coming back into form. He was playing well on um, on Saturday. Steve and... Kavanagh must be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just Of all the things that Steve Kavanagh has got to worry about at the moment, you know, <laughs> uh, additionally, now he's got no striker. Just say, like, it's just very, it's just very Millwall, isn't it, to... Like Bradshaw come had a big fanfare, seen as the best finisher at the club, even when we had Gregory, got injured, done his knee, doesn't play well for 18 months, gets fit, finally gets a run of game, starts scoring, does his knee again. It's just so Millwall. Could you can you imagine the... can you imagine walking into the contract side in Steve Kavanagh? Have you uh, have you got a bit of a limp there, Tom? <laughs> no, 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 I hate Steve. I hate Steve. <laughs> I, I, I love like, the language. The language used on the uh, news at Dennis is by it must be like journalist school, um, chapter one, page one. Um, we're, we're after this. Uh, inter- there's rumoured interest in a, in a, a player uh, that we mentioned him earlier, Dion Sanderson of, uh, of, of Birmingham City. But the headline is Millwall linked with swoop, swoop for Wolves defender. If they, if we're swooping, nothing's happened so far. <laughs> a swoop implies. A, a kestrel leaping from the sky to make off of a mouse immediately. Link. But this... can I can I can I hit the button here? Why the why the fuck are we signing another defender? Why? Defenders and midfielders. We've got one striker, Mr. Rowett. One striker. And a 15-year-old that wants to go to Rangers. What are we doing? What is this? I'm gonna I'm gonna reassure you, Harry, because there's another story from Richard Corley. You can tell, listeners, I'm really working the London News Online site here because I've got no agenda or anything, no notes, no nothing. For this. But Gary Rowett, Harry, is confident that Millwall will add to their attacking options before the transfer window oh, closes. That's, that's the headline, and this is going to reassure you, that yeah. Mill boss is really confident of successful transfer business. So I think that really does... Um, that that every, everyone's, everyone's worries to rest, Michael, don't you, mate? That should sort you out for tonight. Get a good night's sleep now. Yeah, yeah that might <laughs> make you sleep better. Nick, did you read the John Daddy Bodvarsson statement that he put out on Twitter? I didn't know. No, what is that? No, I'll just, I'll just fill you in on that. He actually tweeted uh, a stat. Well, it's actually one of those iPhone notes. You know that. You know that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Out, when they have too many characters to write. The funny thing is, is his statement's actually quite short. He just tags Will Webb and he goes, "My time has come to an end at Millwall. I'm grateful for my time there, and I want to thank my teammates and everyone around the club for my time there." I wish you all the best for the rest of the season and onwards. Short and sweet, no real talk about the memories of the fans. Um, as you can imagine, it's um, that's like um, it's, it's not really. It's not like, like Rishi really 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 Sunak's endorsement of Boris Johnson, isn't it? It's, 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 it's coming, covers the ground without really saying anything. You know, eighteen eighty-five, Billy has said, "Mate, he was about as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike." <laughs> A lot of people not pleased. Then you know the come dine with me meme, you know, um, the gif or the meme when that geezer's reading the results out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, enjoy, yeah. Enjoy your unhappy little life or whatever it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Life. Um, <laughs> I, I, do you know what? People are knocking him. Jordan Hugo will be a good signing. You know? I, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, no, no. 
No, no. But I mean, whoever gets nominated, Wages, out there. No. I find Wages. this on a lot on 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 online. You see, the name crops up. I mean, a lot of the time, I don't have any deep knowledge of of, of the player, and people say, "No, he's awful. Don't get him." And I, I wonder who we're going to get them. I don't want the blame. Who we will get? I very much do not want the guy from Belgium. I have been hurt by someone from Belgium once before <laughs> playing up front for us. I never want to see that again. He ended up managing Charlton. I won't say if you I say just, you I just three want times, to hear Nick I just want to hear Nick say, no, don't. What did you just say then? No, no, no. Stop it. <laughs> it's a different podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, listen, boys, I'm going to call it quits there because we have absolutely no structure whatsoever to this show. We, we, I've done, somehow we've done 45, 45 minutes on about three flimsy articles on the London News um, website written one rich by Kai, written by Kai Bennett, which in which we were swooping for a player that <laughs> nothing's <laughs> happened on. <laughs> the fucking worst kestrel in the world. <laughs> worst kestrel in the world. Uh, just thank you, Aaron. The road sign where need it's be like more like a seagull, at the, uh, you know, when it sees chips. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it misses the chips and gets, <laughs> picks up the empty coke can that you put on the floor. Anyway, big thank you to star of stage and screen and seventy-two plus podcast, Aaron Paul. Thank you, Aaron, and Mr. Michael Avery, and 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 the, the Wailing Baby. On the learning of John yeah, Daddy Ross and signing fee. He, he, he's all right now. We've just put on a YouTube video of John Daddy's best bits. It only lasts about two and a half minutes. <laughs> well, kids like watching the same thing over and over, don't they? Yeah. What's it? Just yeah. cupping of the ears. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, can we sign the guy that plays up front for Comoros? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder if we're watching that. I don't know. Um, you think we've got a link there with with Jimmy? But anyway, what, I'm not telling you how to suck eggs, Millwall FC. If you're listening, but we do have links. The guy the plays on the shoulder and's got pace. Something that we haven't had since about 1998. <laughs> and big thank you for joining us late, but he always makes his mark. It's Mr. Harry Warren. Thank you, H. Yeah, he always makes my mark. Apart from in front of goal on that video. That's about it. <laughs> and it, post the video. Thank you. Post the video so people know what we're talking about. Thank you to you listeners for listening to this impromptu and highly disorganised show. Um, We'll be back very, very soon after the the Blackpool game on the the weekend. So till then, Arriva Dirty Milton. Bye for now. Achtung, Mailball. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.